I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome again to the Shane Oliver Experience for another episode. I have with us today Joel and Barry from Back Off War Child. How are you guys? Good. Not too bad. Good. Yourself? Um, so let's get straight into it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves and um, the band that you guys are currently in right now? Uh, <clears throat> I'm Joel. I'm, uh, I've pr- pr- it's playing Back Off War Child. I play drums. Um, basically, I the idea of the whole band going really yeah yeah so what what was the idea of the name uh we just needed a name we actually how long were we playing for before oh a year and a half i think yeah at least it was like the last thing it was literally four weeks before the first show and we still didn't have a band name yeah right yeah So did, and so you just decided fuck it. Hat. So it, was it like a uh, hat out, like a, a name out of a hat sort of thing? Or? No, it was. I think it was uh, Tav, our bass player, massive like eighties, nineties movie fan. Yeah, it was it. also we worked out everyone in our band was the people in other bands that did nothing like that. We were just the players. Yeah. Yeah. So we've never done any of the promo merch anything. We're just like we'll turn up and play. Yeah, you just do that, and yeah, then yeah. the next bit we're all in one band. It's like, yeah, well, we need a name. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have to do yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, I think it was someone you worked with was wearing a back off war child shirt. Wasn't yeah. it, I think, and yeah, he, right. and he saw it and he just laughed and thought it was funny. He mentioned it, and we're just like, yeah, that's actually that's pretty cool. Then we had a massive discussion about all the Patrick Swayze esque merch, yes. and <laughs> you know, I mean, not even Patrick, Patrick Swayze, uh, Keanu awesome. Reeves. No, we're just anything that was. Like any of those movies. Was, was it Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were just thinking, imagine the, the merch is phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> you can do anything you well, want. Well, yeah. well, there's <laughs> already merch. There's already merch. It's done, you yeah. Can, it was, you just buy a Back of Four Child Seriously t-shirt with Patrick Swayze on it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that seems like it's pretty fitting for the style of uh, the, the band members. Oh, we'll go on the, the, yeah. we'll go on that the dead. That sounds fucking easy. We'll go on the dead president's marks at one point. Like we had them on eBay ready to go. We thought, no, nah, we'll just play a gig and make sure he's not shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, probably a good start, yeah. Mm. So so how long have you guys actually been playing music for? Oh, geez. I've, I started playing drums in 1996. In Fuck going way back, yeah, 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 and um, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm, much. I was like a wee little kid then as well, like so. That's going back a fair yeah. way for me too. So yeah, it's making me sound old, but uh. <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. Like, I don't look I, old. So no, you don't. Right. You really don't too. If you, if you ever meet Joel as well, yeah. like he's fucking. Everyone thinks I'm in my twenties. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. If, if you're still getting that now, fucking yeah. hold on to it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm 38. <laughs> you definitely don't. He's look also at me. 20 kilos lighter than he was about 12 months ago. No, which doesn't six months. Which ago, helps, yeah. Or six months six ago, months, yeah. He got right, right yeah. after it. So if you haven't good, seen me in the last yeah. six months, mm. I look completely different. We used to share clothes before this. <laughs> <laughs> so 96 was when you started. What about you, Barry? Mate, I'm the weird one. I started playing a, what's called a uh, euphonium when I was about. I actually Eight? don't know what that fucking it's a tiny is. Tiny tuba. It's a what? Small tuba. Okay. Yeah, and then I worked my fitting. way up to tuba. <laughs> is it like a beginner's instrument? Is that? Uh, yeah. Well, um, I got these. My fat lips didn't fit into a trumpet. Yeah. So they gave me the euphonium, which had a bigger. It's a brass instrument. Yeah. Didn't. So I got the euphonium, so my lips fit into the mouthpiece. <laughs> then I worked myself up to tuba, and I was very proud of that. And yeah, so it wasn't a very technical, like it wasn't a very traditional instrument that got you. No, it's music. a very umpara, basic baseline. Yeah, how good is that though? But yeah, but no. In in terms of uh, rock and roll, uh, fourteen years old, I got a guitar. So yeah, it's, it's probably not nineteen ninety six. I was two thousand six. I was eight. <laughs> I was eight then. Yeah. yeah, I had a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I think it's around the same age too Is where most people have gotten their start Usually between like 12 and 14 yeah. It's like the general consensus I'd love a study on that like, I, feel like, yeah. I think mentally t- b- four, 12 to 14 is when music actually affects you Yeah right yeah. Like you hear something and go Oh that's alright You have like, a weird feeling Like I wanted to play drums Ever since I was like probably like 12 mm. I, and, But I didn't touch a pair of sticks until I was 15 Yeah I yeah. was 14 when yeah. I got my first guitar as well yeah. And that's and the first song I wanted to learn was fucking Master of Puppets like, yeah. 100% yeah you, I think you hear something and you're like I got about two minutes into to it That's that. about as far as yeah. I can get into that song And I'm mm. fucking done well, I, I grabbed guitar at the same time as drums But I was just doing power chords Just playing Nirvana and Green Day at the time yeah. So that was it, it was easy and it was the most popular thing at the time. As just, well. just the idea of being able to cover songs that you really like was yeah. like the whole niche of it all too. Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah, I can play my favourite song. Like this is, and that's usually like for me, that's how I got into it, and I wanted to see more bands live and stuff. I just like knowing, be like, oh, I could fucking play that song. Oh, yeah. like the energy and like uh, just when you had the good crowds to go to as well. Um, it just it just made you feel more enthusiastic, like yeah. to to want to go and see this shit too. Um, and yeah, just. So far, like most of the people I've talked to, it's been around that same age. So you, yeah, it, it, I think it's when you first hit. Yeah, I think you hear something that's not what you're used to. Mm. Like you, I don't know about yourselves, but I used to wake up in the morning on a Saturday, grab me cereal, and just wanted to watch Rage or whatever was on. Yeah. Recovery it, for but, me. Yeah, recovery. Well, recovery. If you woke yes. up early enough, you got recovery. Yeah. And I still to this day remember. Um, like the Green Day, Metallica, Blink One Eight Two recoveries, and just going, oh, they're the coolest dudes in the yeah. world. Imagine that was you. And then, yeah, yeah. That, and that was because I don't think I was even when I first started watching recovery, I don't think I was even playing drums yet. And it was just the most amazing thing to watch. And it really just made me want to play music, watching all these bands on there just playing and going. Just to be, just to play live. I think that, yeah. Yeah. So, would you, would, seeing those ones early on as well, were they like, say, your favorite bands, were they the ones that really got you into wanting to play the live music to begin with? Or was it, was it just the fact that you wanted to be, like, say, be your own star or have that same kind of, like, yeah. persona, like, knowing that you can play, you can play, you, you can play music just as well as them sort of thing? I think you know? I just, I, when I started playing drums, I just found it real natural, but I just wanted to play drums. Yeah. I just didn't really care about 
what I was going to play or what I was going to play to or anything. I just wanted. Yeah. To, I just wanted was to was there anyone that you, drums. you kind of looked up to as like a as an influence uh, that got you more into it? I don't know. Not really. Probably with, when I was mucking around with guitars, but with drums, I just wanted to hit them. I yeah. Just didn't, I just wanted to go just, in the garage and just hit him. Just vent out, try and <laughs> yeah. catch a beat. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I sucked. Yeah. I was the worst. I didn't realise this till um talking to you guys a lot when I moved here. I was the like I'm from uh, North Queensland and dead set. I very, wanted I wanted to be Jack Johnson. Because I was sitting there with me acoustic strumming, just looking in the girls' eyes, just just fingers crossed, <laughs> hoping they were noticing. And, uh, and that's what, you, 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 I hear all these stories, these guys, oh, yeah, I was just doing this and shredding the green day. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I was the opposite. <laughs> I remember when Pete Murray come at me and the boys were like, oh, yeah, we could do that. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. It's so bad, but it's also, I don't know, so good maybe. I don't know, but yeah, that was that. that Unfortunately, it was me. Yeah, I just wanted to play what, some brushed fairy tales. Out better days. <laughs> what an opportunity. made you see the light, like towards heavy? True music story, and it's what it's was it? it's the the beautiful thing is, um, meeting guys like you and the dudes who are into the music. Yeah, it wasn't just music; was a thing that was on in the background. Sitting down and talking about music for hours. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, these are the these are the boys. That's that's the that's. And I think in alternative punk rock heavy, I don't know if other genres may get that, but mm. especially in alternative music, what else do we talk about? We'll sit there for hours around a, a table and just talk about an album, you know? You, you could put on, um, on on YouTube, like, what is it? Is it Hate Six recording or some or video or some chat, uh, shit like that? And, like, they always, they have a whole, a whole bunch of, like, a lot of it's, like, the heavier style and thrash style mm. and stuff, but, like, the recording itself is fucking great. You can watch them. And they usually go for maybe about half an hour, like the sets for yeah, it. Yeah. And it's not too long. It's not too short. And you can sit back and just like watch how fucking crazy the show is. And you can all be sitting around watching it and then be like, oh, fuck, I want to see what the next one's like. Let's go. You know, and, and that's how you find new music too. You know, yeah, that was the it, biggest yeah. one as well. Like you go across and be like, fuck, I've never heard of these guys before. Mm. You know, let, let's keep watching this. Let's find some new shit. I mean, that's how I, as for me too, like, with that one, that's how I got onto Power Trip. That's the first time I heard about them. Oh, gorgeous, aren't they? Yeah, just savages in their pits as well. We like, had a mate the other day. He's like, "What? Well, I need some workout music." <laughs> Power Trip. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just and it's it, it's kind of like I wouldn't say like I, I'm a I'm a pretty good pretty big fan of Power Trip as well. I don't like categorizing them so much, sort of thing. But I, I get like a really kind of old school like 90s thrash vibe from them as well like yeah well, i watched the thing they're standard tuned which i thought maybe but then i watched something about them and i'm like yeah no they, they are old school in every essence i think but that's, also that's just the vibe it I sounds get. modern yeah that's what it's like a modernized version of like old which is everyone's dream in an alternative yeah. band i think yeah. you know like because mm. I, I i think of so, like some of their songs i i get like flashbacks of like sepultura early sepultura shit and, you know, like with, with the vocals, with that echoing background as well, like that's an old school thing that like the, the thrash bands and like the... The V guitars uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the squealing fucking um, whammy pulls and shit. Um, yeah, that's what, like... That's, it, what, that's what we need. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> One day. When we're recording, they're like, can you do a pick slide? I'm like, God, give us a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me stretch it my took, fingers it took, first. it took longer to try and record a pick slide than two songs. Yeah, it did. 
it actually physically did <laughs> take longer. I was like, we'll just not do the song. Yeah, we'll not do that. Oh, <laughs> you hold wow. the pick like this, barring you slide across the guitar. So, well, on on that note as well, um, do you have any sort of like rituals when you do record? Like, do you like what are your like normal habits for writing music as a band? Like when you go in, like uh, it's basically just well, we just start jamming. The best thing I've – we said when we started, we said, like, no egos. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be upset if you riff shit. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had that for years. Oh, to a degree, I still get upset with my riff shit. But <laughs> take this time especially, like, um, it was good with uh, Tav and Joel at the time. Like, they know music. And um, I hadn't written the, – and they had the idea. They, they knew what they wanted and they just asked me to pop in along. And I said, oh, I know how to do a few little things like – uh, riffy wise you might like mm-hmm. and um yeah and the other thing we do also is um what do we give it like two goes and if we don't gel quick yeah if if it, it's if it doesn't door. work yeah yeah okay yeah. which is working great yeah at the start we were writing two songs of jam sort of thing yeah, yeah that's how mm. we ended up getting the set mm. we, yeah we had to at least get one song because we didn't rehearse very often yeah we rehearsed pretty much once a month that was it. <laughs> so every month and that one rehearsal. It's not the wor- it's not the worst um, like rehearsal schedule I've heard. Believe me, like it's a, that that's not too bad. Yeah. At least you're actually it worked doing for it. us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 at least it's once a month, not once every like fucking three to four months. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think the beauty is having a couple of old heads in a band. You know, you're not going to lose your it. chops. Yeah, it's just remembering the little timing things and things like that, which makes jamming a bit. Um, easier, yeah, yeah, no, and, that, that's and less right. Points. But yeah, I think that I, we I, that's the best thing we've done is if it doesn't work quick, don't worry about it. Then other riffs they work yeah. quick, and we'll even we'll have one riff jam on it, and then just start playing shit. Yeah, just next layer thing on roll top on next minute we got two and a half minutes of material yeah. done because just mucking around like yeah. probably just mucking around guitar. Then I'll just join in on drums, and then Tab would just join in on the bass, and it just. Turn into a song, mm. yeah. Because yeah. I, I know, um, yeah. Because m- most people, not most people, but like, yeah, every, everyone's different. Some will go in and like try and get the structure and work out the whole song before they even play it, yeah, sort no, of thing. No, we just, mm. you know, like, I'll just go, oh, Barry, play yeah. that again, <laughs> yeah, play that again. <laughs> but actually, yeah, every jam when we like setting up while Joel's putting his cymbals on the stands and that, all on a lower volume, just start playing. Yeah, a few he'll things just around. and yeah, Joel go, you know. Yeah. And then I'll, once I got them set up, I'll go, hey, go back and play that riff you were playing before, mm. and then you'll play it, and then I'll play to it, and after time, yeah. it'll turn into a Easy song. Easy as, <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like um, like such a – like that's an awesome way to, to get – like it, it, that you gel so easy that you can get music playing like that yeah. as well and, and just have it so easy. But, fuck, that's so frustrating too because you hear so many people put in like hard work and you guys are just like – Oh fuck yeah, that's sick. We'll just go with that. Yeah, and yeah. it still oh, turns out to be a banger. It's not yeah. a dick. It's not a dick. But like, <laughs> you just make it sound so fucking they'll easy. They'll have more technical <laughs> riffs as well. Like, um, the the riffs we write are, are very basic, but yes. we've also made sure they're always catchy. Yeah, like, that's a, I, yeah. We're, 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 we're aiming for that rule just to yeah, make it. Just we want people dancing, simple, catchy, yeah. Bob your head. Fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No fair. Mm. Um, and what, what's his name? Be- it's Beaver, Beaver, isn't it? Beaver, yeah. yeah. He, he's very charismatic as well. Yeah. Um, he throws himself into it. I was saying before, he reminds me of um. Uh, Max Cavalera as well. He's dead set got that. Um, even when he was playing in Bullets, I remember I did 
I was taking photos back at the time and I've got a shot of him in like black and white and a dead set looks like fucking Max because he's playing <laughs> he's playing with one of those Viper guitars or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, his guitar is a Max yeah, Cavalier signature. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, and it just look, he's like fucking like oh, into the mic. It looked exactly like him. I'm like, fuck, I've got to get that frame sometime yeah. and like give it to him because it's... Oh, it's, totally. It's, He'd love, love it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> if I get around to it. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, like... He he seems like he's got that um, sort of front man role. He was the as we were saying yeah. on the walk here. He was the magic touch. Yeah, yeah. Like we were jamming for yeah. We said about a year and a half, and then we thought we better get vocalists. And you know, people were like oh, we'll come sing. Just from being so long and knowing so many people, we thought oh, yeah, a heap of people. And um, as we're saying, we were sort of worried about Beaver because if he was going to be shit, we're like oh. Yeah, it'd be Ta- terrible to tell this bloke. But, but Tav's Tav yeah. and B's are yeah. best friends, and Tav was just like, oh, I don't think he wanted to like let him down, and yeah, you know. But also, don't big note yourself as a musician. Eh? We're yeah. not, we're not the, you know, we're not the best in the world <laughs> yeah. either. But yeah, then he just, <laughs> oh, just the first day in, like, yeah, he just came into the room with a bottle of red wine, started stretching, <laughs> and then just grabbed the mic. Never sung before in his life, well, just backups, but never sung like front man, and yeah. just killed it and we just sort of just sat back and just were like holy shit yeah that's actually really cool i remember we were sitting there jam just looking at each other going yeah he's, yeah. he's already got lyrics for this song and yeah, it was it was fantastic but yeah he yeah. just like started penning and like this is the crazy thing like he just sits there and starts penning straight away yeah for, with lyrics and while he while we're playing while we're writing the song that's cool that's and he's cool. just going for it and then he'll put his phone out and record it as well at the same time he's just he's got the front man thing just nailed instantly we just yeah. we're just like dude you're it. Yeah. He's like, really? But he, but even to this day, every time we play a show and we just tell him how awesome he is, he's just like, oh, no, no. No, no. stop it. <laughs> yeah. I'm really not. Yeah. yeah. No, we're background. We're background. Yeah. It's, it's, he's out the front yeah, there doing everything awesome. for us. Yeah. So do um, do you have what, what's the pro, what's probably the most favorite thing that you've that you had that you like about um, the lifestyle of being like a musician like i know it, uh, for for some people it's full time for some people they they do it um as a hobby and whatnot but you know what what's the favorite part of it that keeps you doing it i'll say um in getting older now maintaining friendships yeah, yeah. like a lot of people who don't have uh full-on hobbies like musicians are or have good english but um <laughs> you you maintain friendships yeah. Like if you didn't have a strong hobby that involved mates, like if you're out the back making your pellet furniture or whatever weird <laughs> people do, who's your mates? Yeah. And but yeah, but like I get to you're see, right though. I get to see my mates <laughs> to weird minimum house. once a month, and then we get to go to a bar yeah. and play music in front of people yep. with my mates. It's that's yeah. that to me is that's keeps you put your guitar strap on every week. Mm. Yeah. Makes it worthwhile for you. But yeah. that, that musical relief as well, just being able to play music because I find it's just so soothing. And it can be also, like, it just helps, like, even if you're, like, feeling pissed off or something, and it just helps you get that angst out as well. Yeah. But even if you're just, you know, feeling it and you just, want, you know, just want to play, you just want to feel the groove and just want to go it, for it's it. It's always better seeing it's, it's always better seeing it live as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, you always get that feeling, like, when you listen to the record or whatever, but when you're there, and, and especially if it's a band that you like, you always, yeah. you always like it that little bit more. Mm. You know, and I've started picking up on that more now that I'm going to more shows and seeing more of the people, not only that I interview, but even some that I might want to down in the future or just bands that I fucking like. Yeah. Like, 
I get into them more now, and then when I see them live, it's just that little bit better because especially oh, if they're the heavy bands and they sound almost identical to what they are on record, yeah. I get really fucking oh, excited about that I do shit. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I was um, Barry and I were talking. Um, before you had gotten to Yardies down the road yeah. um, about like some of the tech bands, like like the death bands that you can see live and shit. And just like, you don't think that what they do on the recording, they can physically yeah. fucking do live. It's and like stuff. low. Like, yeah. Like they're a three piece. Yeah. And it, the shit that they pull off live. And the, yeah. the just constant, it's like a mayhem on stage that just works. Yeah, exactly. And it's just amazing to watch. Like you think that have... They'd have to do multiple takes in their recordings to pull it off. Yeah. But you can see, like, the guitarist is, like, pushing 100 million pedals at the same time. He's just chained. Oh, Those man, insane just, setups oh. are what blow me, as way, uh, blow me away as well. Like, early early walking days as well. It was mm. just the two-piece for a while um, with those guys. And yeah, he the had front the, man. Uh, the guitar with the bass pickup. Yeah, yeah. Low, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing them with Luca Brasi at, like, uh, the... I first saw that, yeah. What was that bar in the black... Do- no, Wherever I saw him, but yeah, yeah, I remember talking to him. He was just like, "That's cool, dude." Like, yeah, he, yeah. I, I first saw him at like a cable ski park years and years ago, <laughs> and that that was the first time yeah. I saw them. And yeah, he he rocks up and his fucking pedal set, dead set, looked like it was worth more than the fucking ski park alone. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, holy shit, it was massive. But like, it, he, they were fucking bangers then. Like, yeah. I think that was when they were early on or just started. Yeah, fucking two piece, and then yeah. another two piece is Meth Leopard. I'm always a I'm a big fan of those guys. They're just insane grind to the max but yeah. like they sound pretty much exactly what they sound on the record too and that it, it just double double blast beats like yeah. just full on just in your face and it's just two people it's a lot like, of two-piece stuff yeah now, isn't there yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this is what we're saying we're getting yeah. old no you can't get four four blokes in a room once a week so yeah. <laughs> just go yeah, so oh, just we, I, I got two mates over here or one mate yeah. over here that'll work Rehearsals yeah definitely but that's easier. the other thing that keeps you um <laughs> seeing that keeps you hungry doesn't it Oh yeah, you know you, that, that's a beauty. You never, you're never done. Yeah, like you can write. Oh, I don't reckon you could write a number one hit and be done. Nah, not that we'll ever nah. will. But like you, you're not done. Like nah. you, you, especially I, not I've, if it's what you really enjoy. Nah. Yeah, I've, I've run into a lot of old musicians, and all of them have told me never stop playing, no yeah. matter what. They said just keep playing, keep playing. Yeah, you, you'll lose it otherwise. Yeah. You know, well, I wouldn't say lose it, but like. Keeping that hunger can be yeah. quite hard, especially if you hit, you know, tough times or even just like those lull times when not much is happening in a band. Like, yeah. just make sure you keep playing. I'd yeah. say, like, because I mean, it's happened to me. I haven't picked up a guitar for a fair while, um, so I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> you know, I really want to get back into it, which is yeah. what I am going to do. Uh, but yeah, it, it's that appreciation as well. Like, for me, that was the first thing that I wanted to do when I heard heavy music was when I, I wanted to play that heavy shit as yeah. well. And then it just kind of, I, as much as I loved the heavy stuff, like I knew for me that I wasn't ever going to probably be that technical. Yeah. Because, I mean, secretly I knew I was a lazy fuck <laughs> and just thought I really like thrashy thrashy riffs and, and, and fun stuff sort yeah. of thing that makes people want to mosh. So I kind of just stuck to writing like Slayer-esque sort of like style and thrashy stuff like that you know a bit of power trip sort of stuff so that's the sort of stuff i like to write now sort of thing like Mm. when i'm just fucking around just because it's fun you don't have to go too hard out with it um you don't have to be a guitar hero you just have to make something that people would like fucking bob their head to i've always said if you're going to play live other people can be technical if they want if you can't play the riff after 
let's say six to ten beers. Mm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's personal opinion. Other people may, yeah. may be different. But just yeah, in case you have those six to ten just beers. Just in case those, you, you have those six to ten beers. It's a fair warning. Case, if, yeah. 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 If, you, if you're a bit nervous yeah. beforehand, just keep an eye yeah, out yeah, on you what you need a couple of hand straighteners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you. <laughs> uh, on that note, what would be your least favourite part of being a musician then? Oh, lugging oh, shit around. Lug- oh, lug- hell around. yeah. Especially having drums, holy mm. shit! So they're yeah. exhausted by the end of the night. Oh, that's my favourite part of being a musician, not being a drummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely. Uh, yeah, the worst I, part, I think. The vocalist has got the fucking easy part. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, they're the, they're the lucky ones. Mm. He um, helps though; he's good. <laughs> I can imagine Beaver helping out. Previous mm. people just never help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the. The luggage is the worst one for you guys, I'd say, then, is it? Yeah, there's nothing yeah. really, uh, I think, maybe trying to organise the practice. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was real funny. Well, we, we aimed for every second week. That was our deal. Every single, we didn't want to do it every week. It was just, ah, it's just every second month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, because we tried for that every second week, it just got pushed back. Because, you know, just things come up. Can't yeah. do it. And then it's got pushed back, pushed back. And then it actually ended up pretty much being once a month. But it still worked. It still it worked. Fine. But yeah, just trying to get the times, or yeah. get everyone, you know, to there in, the, in same the same time. place at the yeah. same yeah, time. That was yeah. probably a little frustrating. Yeah. But at the same time, it didn't really bother me too much because when we did finally get together and play, it was just so enjoyable every time we'd play mm-hmm. because it's been so long since we played the set and we played the songs. I think that's that always worked in our favour because yeah. I remember when I uh, when I first moved to Brisbane, I was jamming uh, four bands or, or three bands, and I was four or five nights a week. And that's when you say not enjoyable, feeling mm. stale, which yeah. is never yeah. good. You don't want to, but you eventually because when you like, over rehearse, it you doesn't help to, anyone. No. Yeah, it just mm. gets. There's still going to be some shit, sort of spontaneity, and yeah, it just I oh, don't know. What we do, yeah. If you're if you're technical and you need to be technical, mm-hmm. you got to. But yeah, I, yeah. For me, over rehearsings, that's never helping no. me anyway. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a pretty fair thing as well because, like, yeah. Obviously, if you if you're playing the same thing over and over again, you're just thinking to yourself, "Fuck me, can we just do something different?" Yeah, you know. And 100%. I, you know, I, I I'm only talking from just like saying my perception of it because obviously I have never been. In like a musician role, like I've played music uh, instruments and all that sort of yeah. stuff, but I've never been in a band. Yeah. Um, but I could just, you know, from common sense, I would say that's probably the thing that would be what you want to do. Yeah. Um, would um, do you have many sort of you've so you've been around for a fair while, like playing uh, in multiple bands. Yeah. Um, when when did that? that whole sort of jumping into the scene and playing in the band start for you guys? Oh, well, it's two separate. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. Because yeah. we sort of ran into each other through shows because we, my bands were doing tours up north with, had you guys come to, you guys hadn't really come to Brisbane, moved to Brisbane yet. We when? knew of you because um, my house, the dude I moved, Trotter, was running a lot of the shows at Fats at that time. Yeah. So, and we'd heard all your albums, but... um. Yes, yeah, so I was in two bands, yeah. I think, at the time when I met Barry. I was in um, Headaches and Army of Champions. Ah, uh, yeah, Army of Champions. And, um, yeah, and we were doing tours up north, up to Ellie and stuff, Townsville, Mackay and everything like that. Mm. But I think it was Ellie Beach shows where we ran into a lot of the Posse boys and all that. Yeah, well, we, we'd, we'd started a band in um, Ellie, well, Prospine, Ellie Beach area. And um, 
living there on the proviso to wouldn't it be great to go to Brisbane and play with bands like Army of Champions, Headaches, Ring Pulls and, and what's not. And um, admittedly it was easy when we found out um, who we knew and things like that. And we had a ball. But yeah, yeah then we got to um, – yeah, it was, it, was quite, it was like once monthly almost at that time. Yeah. We got – yeah, my band, Joel's band, mm-hmm. got to play. And then, yeah, we used to jump in a um, bus and go up north, play Rockhampton, Early Beach – come back and i think we did it with both your bands yeah yeah and then um i got to fill in for army of champions on some of their tours okay yes. on guitar and bass and yeah. then um would that would that you so don't mean to interrupt but that would that normally be as in case like someone pulled out and say you would you would jump in and give him a hand sort of thing yeah or? if someone couldn't make the tour yeah yeah he was yeah i was he, a fill in yeah yeah, yeah. fill in I think at the time you guys were touring a lot. It was on the back of a couple of albums and things like that. So, yeah, yeah it was but, bit, um, a bit hard on whoever's in doing yeah. it at the time. But, yeah, like I, I first – well, because I started playing in high school, I was doing like high school rock competitions and stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then went from there to um, sort of being introduced to bands through that. But then um, like just um, getting into contacts, doing like skate park shows and all that and then mm-hmm. meeting other bands there and then – getting to know like their contacts and other bands and just basically starting to you know get all these other shows all around the place yeah and then we basically i think it was like the gabba hotel where we sort of found like the group of people were like oh, i think we're gonna get along with these people and start playing shows there before it got ripped down i was about to say where the fuck is the gabba hotel <laughs> well yeah directly across <laughs> from the gabba where that big hotel uh, big apartment yeah, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that used to be a pub on the corner there. It's, uh, yeah, the Gabba oh, Hotel. And how, long, how long ago was that? Oh, probably mid 80s, wasn't it? 99. No, okay, no Like shit. 99, <laughs> 2000, well. 2001. Joel yep. used to ride his penny farthing in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> drums on the back. And, um, <laughs> but you know, uh, you know Rollo that um, yes. just passed away. Yeah. He was the sound guy for it. Oh, no shit. So he. Yeah, we just you know, you fucking punks, hurry up and get on stage. And play, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so we started playing with all these rad bands then, and yeah, some yeah, uh, cool like metal bands and hardcore bands and stuff that were just from you know around the Brisbane and Ipswich area and all that, and we just you know became friends with everyone and still are friends with a lot of these people and have played in bands with some of these people. And I think that was the key too, mixed bills. We yeah. always had mixed bills. Yeah. Mm, yeah, always, you never. It was never yeah. four punk bands for me. It was always punk, hardcore, metal. Like, but it went from weird shit. Yeah, basically. So that sort of crew. It wasn't because there was sort of like a more of a hardcore punk sort of scene, and then there was more of a street punk scene. I found, mm-hmm. and I was more in that the hardcore punk punk sort of scene, and that went from um, like yeah, the Gabba to. Go Mary Street, so there was a lot of shows at Mary Street, crap load of shows at Mary Street, and that was yep. awesome. That was probably the best times there. Can you tell me once Monkey's Uncle played with Parkway? Yes, that was uh, yeah, the band I was in at the time. Yeah, Monkey's Uncle played at the PCYC, I think it was Parkway Drive's first ever show. Is that uh, down at Byron? Was down it down at Byron Bay? Yeah, yeah, and they were like one of the first bands. On. Well, I think well, headlining second last band or something, I can't remember, but. If Monkey's Park- uncle didn't do quite as well <laughs> no. as Parkway Drive. Yeah. Yeah, they do, they do the merch sales, but not they don't quite get the stadium gigs that they they, but, would, they um, were promised. But yeah, so yeah. I went yeah, yeah from yeah Mary Street then to the basement then to Rosie's and then you know just to Club Two Nine Nine 
X and Y, and then it's just all sort of dispersed into like. I was just talking about that. Remember the X crowbar and y? now, where it is basically X and Y, the, yeah. the Thursday nights. They were fun, eh? Yeah, I went cool. to a couple of those ones as well back mm. in the day too. It used to be what Snitch or Thriller or some Snitch, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, same with Rosie's. I, I went to Rosie's once before it got fucking torn down or turned into whatever it was. Yeah, um, and. That was early on too. Like I just hit eighteen or nineteen, and then yeah. I got fucking torn down. I was wow. like, oh. and then two nine nine. I'd only been there once as well, and that yeah. was for an uh, under eighteen gig. Yeah. Um, it was I killed the prom queen and the red shore and some oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in in um two nine nine, and that that was what just down near seven eleven or some shit in the yeah in the well across alley. from uh the yeah McBurtis building yeah so yeah it was yes yeah, straight. Behind um, yeah. Red Brewster or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, and and so and now X, yeah, it was X and Y for a while as well, where they mm. played those shows, the fucking small as fuck stage. Yeah. That was insane. I don't know how they managed to do that. Um, oh, who was it that played there that I went? It was it was sold out. Um, you ever was hear it Smith Street Band? Was it? No, 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 no. Um, you ever? I think it's your boy Bangs. You ever hear of him? No. Take you to the movies or whatever it was. <laughs> Uh, it's the dumbest fucking thing you've ever seen, but like he was popular because it was the dumbest fucking thing you've ever seen. Like it is, it's pretty bad. But kudos to him for getting out there and doing it. Like that place, like fucking sold out so quickly. Yeah. And you imagine like how many people with the sold out venue would fit into X and Y bar. It was atrocious, yeah. and it wasn't even like heavy music or anything. It was like really cheesy, <laughs> bad written rap and all that crap. <laughs> X and yeah. Y would sell out. We'd be playing before the band that sold it out, and they still didn't want you there. <laughs> you have to stand in the crowd. You bring in your gear, and nah, 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 we're sold out. Yeah, so we're fucking you, playing. Yeah, can you get that off stage? Just like no worries. Yeah, cheers, man. I'll get out of here. <laughs> It was a very, it was a very small venue, but you did see a couple of good bands come through and play there too. But yeah, like yeah. you said, now, now it's a uh, like the main. That's how I met Joel actually at the back of X and Y, bum and Darius off you. So fucking small out there too. I remember yeah, that the as little, well. Little, yeah, little shoebox you'd sit in and have Darius. Yeah. Like, hey, going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sit on someone's lap. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like the main front of it now is like I mean, it's a, there are other venues that do it obviously, but like a lot of the big bands now are coming through like Crowbar. Like that's one of the main forefronts yeah. nowadays. But you still get like King Lears that are doing shows through there now. Yeah. Like they just had Grid Flex and um, Spitting Nails on over the weekend. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to see that one. Um, I saw Flange do the fucking... Andrew WK gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went and saw that one for yeah, a little bit. I flew out before. Um, so I went and checked that out because the next day I was going down the coast to see Grid Flex and stuff play down there with um, Adam from Vestiges and yeah. stuff and, and the Goon guys. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that was that was fucking killer. Those guys ended up doing like three three shows in two days here, and in, 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 uh, Grid Flex and Spit and Nails. They went, uh, they played King Lears on the Friday night. They thanks did. to Adam MacArthur doing putting work in. Sorry, what's that? So I was saying thanks to probably Adam, Adam yeah, MacArthur putting yeah, work yeah, it was, in. It putting was shows on, yeah. doing that shit. Yeah, um, and so yeah, they did King Lears on the Friday night, and then on the Saturday they played down at Vinnie's Dive at three o'clock, and then they jetted at six to go up and play at Nambour at the Black Box Theatre mm-hmm. and finish off their night there, and then make their way back to Melbourne. That's why we'll never be popular. That Crazy. sounds so bad. <laughs> like that, that's from one coast to the yeah. other. I was like fucking animals, man. Like that's a big yeah. trip. I used to like, win getting in the car driving to the Gold Coast. On a Friday, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> oh, right, that was one first, hour drive. It was Actually, a- that's that's another part of, of I've seen that. Um, I was in the Gold Coast scene, so probably back in the uh, the early two thousand. Shed five. And there was yeah, there was Shed five. So you know there about was, Expressive Grounds as well? No, there's Trocadero um, out 
Do you, do you know, there's Club Unite out the back of Trocadero. There's a venue yeah. called Trocadero and it was a okay. big stage. Oh, okay, um, no, no, no. Expressive Grounds you was like... You able to park your horse and cart out the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was that and Beach Road Nightclub as well. So all those and that's, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, they were awesome times. I, I saw, um, I, I told um, Barry about this one as well. I saw Whitechapel and uh, Psychroptic down in a shed on the Gold Coast, it, like... Years and years ago, shed? Yeah, 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 it was. Shed five, yeah. It was a shed five because yeah, I'm sure, like, because I've got expressive ground stuck in my head because yeah, it's it's pretty much like this shed off the highway near like a, a river or some shit. I don't know what it was. It was yeah, a bit of a. Probably it was, it, it's probably shed five. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like that was probably one of the best fucking shows I've seen. Like from an international playing in a shed. Yeah, I thought it was just cool because originally <laughs> it was supposed to be of all places the fucking Logan Entertainment Center. Yeah, that was where it was originally announced. Wow. Yeah, I was like, you are not gonna fucking sell fuck all like for them to play at this venue. It's yeah. just not gonna work because they weren't as big back then as they are now. And so, like about a week before they were supposed to play at that venue, they're like venue change. And they've, you know, shoved it down into a shed down the Gold Coast the next day for an all-ages gig. That's like, our version of owning a Rolex, eh? Yeah. Turning your nose up and telling someone that you saw a band before they were selling out stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that, yeah. I saw him in a shed. I remember yeah. One of my friends saw, like, Gaslight Anthem. I think you might have seen them. They played to, like, three me. people at Rosie's or something like yeah. that. He goes, yeah, I saw Gaslight Anthem play to three to people. I'm like, oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm thinking, yeah, I've, I've said that story. Why, why did they only play to three people? Yeah, for a big that's what like I said. I've, 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 I've told that story about a bazillion other bands to a million other people and yeah, always felt <laughs> empowered by it's, it, it's, where it doesn't actually mean anything. It means, yeah, you, you're the idiot yeah. who paid money. <laughs> Yeah. I just, cool I just, story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, for some of them, though, like for that, I, I do like say the just the like the hum, the humbleness of it. They still do the shows and they still had like the crowds turn up for it and stuff. But like they didn't like turn their nose up to playing in a shed sort of yeah. thing. Even though like hey, good on them. Yeah. you know like it, they've, I mean fucking hell like they've come overseas to play like that's what you'd want to be doing. Yeah. So yeah, I'd fucking just. I'd just have to make best with it, you know, like, and it's, it's pretty cool. Like when you, like I went over to Australia and I played in a shed. Yeah. It doesn't sound like much, but then you, you come back when you do and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm but doing these big shows now. International acts like doing that now. They like coming back to do just the small, you know, gutter house small, do it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Guttermouth do it a lot. Yeah. Um, they, they just yeah, came well, recently. Yeah, regional. So I played with Guttermouth in it. Early Beach of all places. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think yeah. everyone's like they, played with Guttermouth. Yeah. <laughs> they just, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Twice. They play so many yeah, shows. Yeah, they play very, regional tours. Yeah. Same they're as they're very DIY as well. Yeah. They'll just fucking hit up people for house shows and stuff. They'll just want to yeah. play music and get drunk and shit. Why I not? think so. Yeah. It's just that, that small venue vibe. You yeah. can't beat it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really good. Yeah. And it, 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 it yours, like, it, I mean, it's not like say one to to encourage more drinking or anything like that, but you just see a lot of camaraderie and like you might yeah. see like drinks being spilled around yeah. and whatnot. But I mean, it's not just because they're all drunken hooligans; they're just having a really good time. Yeah, you know, personability too. Like seeing a great band and yeah, sitting beside them at the bar and having a yarn after that. That's yeah. special. That, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I, I, now, that's been the yeah. greatest. I've met some of the greatest people in ever. Great set, dude. And next minute. 45 beers later, your yeah. best mates, you know? Yeah, like, f- when I was younger, like, when I'd see, like, when I'd seen the bands play on stage and stuff like that, I'd be fucking, like, so nervous. And yeah. like, to be like, hey, nice set, man. Yeah. Um, I'm the worst. Yeah. You know, hey, good. 
<laughs> I was so nervous to do that now. And like, if I'd see them doing normal things, I'd be like, they shouldn't be doing that shit, you yeah. know? But then, you know, like the last time I saw anyone like that was uh, Jay from Frenzily. He was just sitting at the bar at Crowbar one, one night, just sinking back a few beers and shit and just yeah. talking to the locals. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'd never thought that that's the sort of shit that they did back then, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it sounds so stupid, but just. Oh, no, from watching you know, people on, like, yeah, re- uh, recovering that, yeah, mm-hmm. I had them here. Yeah, you forget that they are just humans. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Um, they have such a big influence on so, like, on, for for so many people for so long. Like, it might not just be like that that pedestal that they're on there uh, subconsciously or anything, but like you see them and you're just like, oh my god, I know that person. Yeah, mm. you know, fuck, I, I I love that song. Yeah, should I go say hi? Fuck, I don't know. Mm. Now it's just for me. Now, like, I I understand like. That I used to be like you still get that a little bit nervous, especially yeah. if it's someone that you admire. But most of the time, I'm just like, "Hey, that was a fucking killer set. Yeah, good on you, sort of thing." And then, like you said, that's the easiest way to start the conversation too. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, and then you you play guitar, you're a musician, mm. you, you want to know things. Like, yeah, exactly. Want, yeah, just, the best examples, um, Wilhelm Scream. Like you've played with them, I've played with them. They're just they um make a point of um being side of stage for yeah. um yeah. Uh, local bands. Okay. So as a, you know, you're a young fella. Well, I wasn't young, but, you know, having That's a strong... nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nerve-wracking you, you play There's a whole of, bands. like, Wilhelm scream. Yeah. You're going, and there's this, whoa. Watching and then, you, yeah. yeah. And then they, um, when you walk off, they say hello and shake hands, introduce themselves. I'm like, yeah. imagine every band did that. That's probably, for me, yeah, the most awesome. nerve-wracking thing and not knowing what to say is when the, you know, the bands that you've been playing with, they come up to you and tell you how good you were. Yeah. How, how much they loved watching your set and you're just like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was going to say the same thing to you with no effects and then Smelly comes up to me and he goes dude that was an awesome set I'm just like <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> the sort like, of thing too like, I remember watching you say. guys remember watching Army of Champions once and like half of the Bronx are just like headbagging yeah. I was so jealous I'm like oh are you just going to have a great beer after this <laughs> yeah. like heck, that must be like one yeah, of the best fun. feelings mm, as well yeah. too just oh, like yeah. it, like as well like that international vibe that you get too with playing with internationals you're like oh they like yeah. my music they're, they're, they're coming from a completely different country yeah. like it must be alright is it I don't know like it, there's a lot of those thoughts and then they come up and tell you and you're just yeah. like oh man thank you so they've much they've also seen 700 million local bands you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. you and never think you're, you're special you're like, you've got the support yeah. it's not they didn't pick you and then you, you just, get the invitation just, happy. Yeah. Yeah. to go overseas and they're just like you know and you can support us through the whole tour and you're just like oh Surreal shit. It was like Cobra Skulls. I think it was Cobra Skulls. Like, yeah, they said to us, like, just come over and do a tour with us. And we're just like, if we had the money, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. we would. we'd be there right now. But yeah, that <laughs> I think that that'll that'll be something that we'll come back to. Um, we're going to take ourselves a quick break, um, and we're going to jam one of your songs from Back Off War Child. Uh, if you're not wasted, your night is. Who came up with that one? That was Bees made that. Yeah, Bees wrote yeah. the lyrics. We wrote the riffs. But yeah, yeah he uh, he wrote the lyrics. I think it's a um, yeah, it's an ode to uh, watching a good old rock and roll show and um, throwing a few beers back. Yeah, having nice. a tough week at work and um, getting used to it. Nice and simple Friday song sort of thing. I, I would say yeah, it's a yeah. everybody's working. Everybody's simple. working for the weekend. That's a yeah. it's 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 a, a back off four child's version yeah. of. All right, fuck yeah. All right, well we're gonna jam this one and we'll come back to you once it's done. Beauty.
I hate the fact that you guys can record that shit so easy and and write that stuff so easy. Because <laughs> I, I, before I came in, I had to listen to the song, and it was it was really good. I I, I really liked it. Um, ha, have you thought about putting your stuff like on more streaming services other than Bandcamp? Eventually, or? yeah, we're gonna as soon as we. That's what we're saying we're before. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, the, the, we're the dudes and the bands that never had to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> There's always someone that was more like, yeah, we'll get merch, we'll do this and that. So, yeah, yeah. We, we know we can do it. But that, I think that band camp took me like an hour and a half of yeah. non-knowing the internet. Barry's the only one yeah. with a computer. <laughs> yeah, another one has got a laptop. Only two of us have email addresses. Yeah. <laughs> Still got oh, a whole wow. Um Right, so do, you, so do you know much about like? Because I'm curious myself as well, like getting music on a Spotify and all those different platforms and stuff, even Bandcamp. But is it is it tricky to get it going? No, there's first? companies that just do it. You yeah. pay them a, a fee, mm-hmm. and they'll and just, just upload it, to bang it out there. Yep. Only thing that I don't, I thought before I'd uh, the last band I was in Greyface mm-hmm. when we uploaded, we thought, oh, this would be great. We'll put ourselves on Spotify and. Go sounds like all these bands and hopefully people <clears throat> learn, but they don't let you do that. You literally have to get listens to get into the algorithm. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's the only thing that's a bit annoying about those for a local band. Like, yeah, right. You know, at the time, we're like, oh, imagine, you know, we could just go, sounds like Iron Sheik, and if everyone who listens to Iron Sheik sees Greyface in the... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't work like that at all. Yeah, it goes on listens, and at the... Yeah, if you used to click on Greyface... Greyface and like all the sounds like well, like techno bands and what you know flavor of the month stuff. So and I, and I suppose as well, especially when you're starting out too, like those sort of Spotify listens aren't going to be very big very quickly or anything. No. Like and unless you're you're a big band or something like that, you're not going to get anything. Really, I remember like, hearing stories pretty, of um, it's pretty rubbish from what I hear. I remember hearing stories. Um, can't remember what band it was, but they they were all like worked in um IT or telecommunications and they used to uh, sit their computers at work just repeating yeah playing oh but yeah. It, yeah it doesn't work like that. apparently yeah it's like one like if you just listen to it constantly by yourself it won't work like that like it's not a thousand listens if you listen to it a thousand times yeah but yeah they, apparently they're all set up their computers and we're trying to go bang 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 just to see if it would work <laughs> but no yeah. no avail unless okay. it gets up i remember in the early days the um when you used to play gigs with bands and you go, oh, I wonder who this band is. You look them up yeah. on Facebook and they had exactly 2,500 followers and then you look up their followers and you work out, yeah, you used to be able to buy 1,500 followers and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So maybe that'll be end up the way what Spotify goes. But Putting yourself on like Triple J um, Unearthed and then or sending your stuff to you know, Short Fast Loud or something and or mm. full, full Metal Racket and then getting them to try and play it and that's... Have you, have, you get, have you guys done that re- like before? Not yet. Not well, I've done it. Previous bands we have, yeah. yeah. Um, we haven't really done much yet. I mean, we only yeah, just released yeah. these songs. Yeah, but, no, I was uh, going to say, you guys are only a fairly f- like fresh-faced yeah. band sort of thing. So yeah, I we've understand, only done like, like, yeah. like nine shows so far. But, um, yeah. Oh, I, I, I try. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work it out. I've got, I've got a bit of time off. I'll, I'll work it out. We'll get yeah. there. We'll, yeah. we'll try. I just, it's not hard. Yeah. 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 Like the Unearthed is the best because you just upload. They just make sure you don't sing about anything rank and yeah. they say yes. So, And I mean, yeah, like because the more platforms you're on, obviously, the more exposure you can get sort yeah. of thing. Even if it's only a few lo- listens or likes here and there, at least you can be, you can go, hey, these are all the links to what you can listen to yeah. us on. Whatever's yeah. easiest for you, we're now on it sort yeah. of thing. Add us to your playlist, do, do this or do that. It's never been um, easier to expose your yeah. band. That's at right. all, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you it's try weird, and push yourself on social media, but you can only do that so much as well before people get. Well, like everyone would love to that, be that, yeah. All the time. There's a fine line with that too. Yeah. Like, there's only so much you can do promoting wise before it gets annoying as fuck, and then yeah. you don't 
Like it's not a dig on their half because you know they're just trying to get yeah. their shit done, but it's also in the same. I breath. understand if you see a sponsored post from a band you like doing it because if it's a mm. job or anything. But yeah, I'm the same. If you're just kicking well, around um, locally, it's mm. you got to be careful. But um, earlier on, for this, I used to pay ads here and there, like for this uh, podcast stuff. Um, once I had like, I've done once, boot, yeah, I've, we've done sponsored not war child, but past mm. bands have done it to you know, especially if you've ever. Um, have you ever heard about bands when you print records? Mm. Like you think, oh, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Then you realise, holy dooly, I've spent a lot of money yeah. and I've got a lot of records in a box downstairs. So There is a lot of money involved in music. Oh, so much. Yeah, and, yeah. and the return as well, unless you get big or yeah. get to mm. that certain point, is very, very one-sided, yeah. especially early on. Depending on what you do, I suppose, but even just like a standard four-piece rock band, if you want that good sound. Oh, yeah, you're, put, you're putting 12 grand a gear in the back of a... $10,000 car yeah. to go and get 30 bucks. Yeah. I think we're trying to spend minimal to try and get yeah. the best much, out of yeah, it. Yeah. Best out of I'm it, sure every yeah. band like would love to be that word of mouth band. Mm. Like there's be nothing better than getting to, you know, every gig being exponentially bigger just from people saying that was the best gig ever. But yeah, it's, that's only going to happen for a few bands, of course, but also, yeah, having the availability of social media and all that stuff, you, you're stupid not to use it. We're just too stupid to use it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's about as fair as I could say. Yeah. That, that's a good zinger too. But, I mean, like, uh, you know, like in saying that, there is a lot that you can do as well, but it can also be pretty hard to fucking keep up as well. Yeah. Like now that I'm starting to get more involved with little bits and pieces of stuff too, I'm, I'm like... Have you, have you done a photo shoot in front of a brick wall yet? No, nah, not yet. I don't know if I want to get to that level yet. Like, I'm, I'm quite happy with the profile picture I've got right now. Like That was pretty minimal as well. I'm at my mate's place and I'm like, oi, this would be a good fucking photo. Let's do well, what's it. The, the, yeah. the, pan, the pan down up when you've all got your hands in your pockets looking hardcore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that dark light shading your face yeah. a little yeah. bit, a little mm. bit fucking demonic whatever no I, I um i got that photo taken at a mate's place and then i um i just not long after that had uh, an episode with mikey carter um yeah yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah he's yeah. awesome um and he was telling me like he'd been fucking around with like paint shop and doing all sorts of shit so i sent him the photo and i was like oh can you just like make that look all wacky and shit and, and give me a logo and he was like yeah sure man and comes back and, yeah, I haven't changed it since because, like, oh, one, awesome. yeah. I haven't Works, gotten yeah. anything better yet. And two, yeah, yeah. like, fucking cheers, Mikey. That was <laughs> sick, you know. And now I've got stickers, you know, yeah. so I'm trying to get them flooded around places now. <laughs> That's it. Um, so I'm slowly just doing, like, little things here and there to get myself into the scene without, like, um, like flooding, like you yeah. said before, like flooding people. Yeah, like, you don't because well, I mean, I, I also yeah. don't really have a lot of money right now as well, so I can't <laughs> I can't invest in too much. So I do it as 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 much as I can with as much money as an investment as I can, yeah. sort of thing. I and think it's that thing you want to initially rely on a quality product. Yeah, hope that people are appreciative of the quality product, and then hopefully, yeah, it ex- eventually you can you can have time, money, and resources to do anything else. And it sucks that that it fucking that is such a big drive as well, like to whether or not you can do shit that you enjoy. Yeah. You know, it, it, it like there are a lot of places and venues nowadays as well that don't charge too much to to, to play. They don't ask yeah. for too much of a cap or whatever. If you can bring some people in or at least play a show on a night or whatever, usually mm-hmm. they'll, they'll 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 pay you. Yeah. Um that's what's always fantastic. We've always got fat Louis. Crowbar will let you play upstairs. Yeah. You know, we're very lucky in that sense yeah. like Chris Hunter's been doing that for however many years yeah Fats has been around and you can, oh, you can always just, just text him and say mate I've got a band yeah I want to play a show have you, have you got a date free 
Yeah. And then you and um, we're lucky it, enough yeah. to know a few friends can get some bands together and that's lucky if you think of that. It, you know, yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. There's probably some there's probably some kids playing in a shed somewhere that don't know anyone or don't know the contacts that are very good but we just don't know the opportunity. But that's that's it too. Like you usually it's gotta start out that you've got to know someone. Yeah. In order to get a show too. Yeah. Um or it's you get someone to look for you to get yeah. a show. It's either one of the two usually. It's not uh, uh, a random out of the blue. I mean, you still do get those cases where you yeah. just hear of someone out of the blue and yeah. you're like, fuck yeah, they're sick, let's throw them on the show. Here's so many stories of bands that are stuck out in the burbs mm. and they, they're they just trying to get their foot just even into the city or the valley just to play a show. And yeah. they're even struggling there because they just don't know the contacts or don't know the people. Oh, a perfect example is when um, I was in a band called No Trust. Mm. Um, every gig, there was these couple of young fellas out the front always, you know, dancing, headbanging, jamming. I was like, what? Dude, you guys are awesome. What are you up to? Why don't you start a band? Mm. Welcome, good on the rocks. Oh, well, that's yeah. how we met them. Yeah, yeah. and then they, then they um, and we thought you know they'll start a band that'll be awesome. We'll play with them. They smoked us. Like they come out, they come out firing. You know, I'm I'm glad like to to know a couple of those guys since high school too. Because mm. I mean the the transformation they went since going into the band too. Like I mean they got to do what they wanted to do as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like seeing them start out at fucking Battle of the Bands at Barabar was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen <laughs> because they just pulled... Because back then we were all local in, in Logan around then too. So um, we just got a massive fucking crew to come down and we all got shit-faced and there was just... Like that. that's, the, I, that's pretty much the only reason... That they got through to the final. <laughs> it's just because I had the crew, we yeah. we brought the fucking like we we brought the place pretty full jam packed sort of thing. So of course, like they're getting a shit ton of sales for beer and stuff. Yeah. Um, even with the carnage involved, sort of thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, that, seeing them start that uh, at a battle of bands and then pick up from there, it was it was awesome. Because well, that was the same in the early days with No Trust Goon. Mm-hmm. That was always always fun because yeah, yeah. They, the, they had a crew. All, did you, all, did all, No all, Trust start around the same time as Goon as well? No, because um, I know Trotter was in it as well, wasn't he? No, Trotter was he was Bomber Bullets. That's Bullets. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, we I moved to Brisbane. And then eventually, no, the rest of No Trust moved to Brisbane, mm-hmm. and we'd stu- we'd, we'd, we were playing with Champs, Ringpool, Headaches, bands like that. And then, yeah, Ringpool is still around as well, aren't they? Yeah, they still jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're my favorite. Well, still are my favorite. But um, that's when we started meeting like our Stewie and Gummy and all that. And yep. um, we said, oh, and we said, well, why don't you guys start a band? Yeah, but they'd already had. And yeah, that's when. Um, yeah. And then they, that we, I think we, we'll probably play a couple of their first Brisbane shows with them, and that's what, as you said, having a big crew and that it was always yeah. great fun because yeah, we're from Prospine, we're heavy drinkers, <laughs> heavy drinkers. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Goon on the rocks, no trust it. shows. Yeah, I that, that was story. Just, I, yeah, I, I can't, story, I can't do it as well as they can anymore. But I can't, yeah. oh, I, I still can. I I'm not proud of it, but. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What was your story? The story is basically like the first time I met Barry. So. These guys, no trust. I think it was, um, might have been Crowbar. I think I was watching you guys play. I've probably seen you before. I don't know, maybe I was too drunk, so I didn't remember. But you, you were talking to me. I didn't really know you very well, but you were just talking guitar gear and all this shit. And I just thought you were just this drunk dickhead. <laughs> it's all about the gear, but couldn't play for shit. And you get on stage and you're playing and you're fucking drunk off your tits playing like punk rock. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this going on with this dude? He's just... You know, all talk about the gear and he's just fucking flailing and like everywhere on the guitar, just just going, Oh, he's, he's fucking shit, what's going on? <laughs> this guy's fucking hopeless. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then uh, I see him a few weeks later playing with um, Dead Ringers, and he's sitting down with a lap slide. Yeah. And he's just sober as shit, but fucking <laughs> killing it on yeah. a lap slide. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And he's Wasn't tricking. Like, <laughs> on this lap slide, I went, he wasn't talking shit. He actually knows his shit. And can, you know. oh, and then I saw him play sober on the guitar and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he can play. He can play. You just got to make sure he yeah. doesn't get to that six and, drink mark. And that's his, that's his rule. That <laughs> was his a, rule with this band. That's a 24 drink mark. Yeah. <laughs> that was his rule with this band. He's like, I can't drink. I can have only one beer before I play because if I have any more than that, I won't be able to play a thing. Yeah, that's, that's a trick. But you sort of made it tricky enough to make yourself not. Uh, drink because then you won't be able to play it all. Yeah, there's just, just the, the verge where you go, ooh, I could have that s- second one, but no, nah, I've got a rift coming up. It's yeah, right. Hard. So No Trust started up north, was it? And then it yeah. came down? Yeah, we started up north just playing local gigs and then trying to – like there was, there's nothing to do up north. All that yeah. time there was a few bands around, but it was, um, we played in Townsville and – uh, yeah, well, at home we used to put our own gigs on, play mm. at houses and in a mate's house. And then – um. We did come to Brisbane once before we all moved down and play a show with because uh, Vomables were friends with them yeah. and a few others. And then, yeah, we moved down. And I think we'll, at that time, we will playing every second week anywhere we could. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that, that's where it started. And that's, yeah, that's where I got to meet all these guys. And mm. it was always great. Do you have a, a, a crazy band story that one sticks out for either one of you? I still, you know what always makes me happy? Um, at one point, no trust and headaches were going up north. And what we used to go up north, we used to jump in cars. It's 12 hours, but we'd drive Rockhampton, play in Rockhampton, then drive to Early Beach, play in Early Beach and drive oh, home. Yeah. Yeah. Not worth it at all, but it was great fun. <laughs> it, was just, it, yeah, it was a piss mission. That's, but um, That's fair. we got to Rockhampton. Uh, these guys' headaches were staying at a, um, <laughs> someone's house or somewhere, but wherever it was, uh, no trust was staying at the pub we played at. But the pub we played at was workers' quarters for a few workers around the area. And they were very strict conditions. Yeah. Once the pub shut, be quiet. So the pub had shut. We're all being quiet. Everyone's being quiet. The lady's telling us off. And I walk out front because these guys are all standing around the front being loud. I said, the lady at the bar has just told us to stop being loud. And our great mate, rest his soul, Shane Collins, has turned around facing the bar. He's got a firework from somewhere, hasn't he? Oh, that's right. <laughs> we we, we brought years. a shitload of fireworks yeah. with us. <laughs> They had fireworks. He just shot fireworks at the bar. <laughs> I bet that fucking went down well. I don't know how. I, I, I dropped my keys. I'm like, oh, we're out. I'm yeah, getting. In, I'm sleeping in the car. Yeah, so much fireworks. We're letting fireworks off in the van as we're driving up <laughs> to the Alley Beach. Out of all the things, I've walked out the front and say, "Can you? We've got to be quiet, otherwise, we're not going to let us stay here." And then, yeah, pew, <laughs> Roman candle in the air. I'm like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, right. Yeah, this we, is how the night's going to be. We ended up going around the corner, um, out the back of the the. The backpackers area, yeah. where it's fully like loud, echoey area, and we just let off a shitload <laughs> of fucking fireworks, it, 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 and then just quickly like ran into the van and just like this was all like the early nineties, like <laughs> this was like five years ago, and they had fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't really see that. That seems like it's a lot of fun though. Like, it's, oh, and, yeah. and that's the sort of stuff that you do on tours. Yeah, like just try and get away with doing. Yeah, wake s- up to someone pissing on the door right beside your head. Yeah, yeah like. <laughs> Come on now. Like, I don't see anyone doing that normally. Um, but Oh, not, you not hear on a about night. It, but you hear it all the time on fucking tours and shit. Like, oh, just yeah. the stupidest shit happening. So, yeah. That well, that's what we're that, saying. Yeah. That, that's the other thing, that why you want to be a musician. Don't you remember, like, the old... 
Channel V and MTV interviews, yeah. just hearing these dudes say how loose their life is. It's like, why would you want to have a job when you can play guitar and just be rude forever? Like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like do it, do what you enjoy and get paid for it. Like that's the dream. And yeah, no one's upset by it. Yeah, yeah. No, especially if that's what they're into as mm-hmm. well. So you uh, see those dudes, they're like 55 and they're wearing leather vests because no one's told them that's dumb. That's it's the same. Like, yeah. cool. That's, yeah, like, that's what they got famous yeah, doing like, sort of thing or well known for. Just, yeah. It's getting up in the morning and tying four tea towels around your wrist because it's cool because no one tells you what else you're going to do. Does, just play rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. So from all the years doing it, how, how are you holding up from it? Like from all well, very well. I think because well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 21. <laughs> <laughs> I think basically because um, I think because of this new band, it's it's a new direction to what I've I've usually been doing. So it's just like a whole new fresh start. Yeah, because I've basically just been playing in punk bands um ever since high school, and yeah, as soon as when uh, Champs sort of finished things up, um. Yeah, Tav and I are just like, oh, I've, like I've, I've been listening to heavy music for ages, but I've always just wanted to do something just a bit heavier than what we've always been doing. And Tav was just fully agreeing with me, so we, that's where we just got the idea. And we you just, wanted to, you were, you were digging cancer bats at the time, weren't you? I remember you saying you wanted, to, you missed a cancer bat show, um, and then that's the next conversation sort of, I had. You were talking about it's riffs, sort of yeah. uh, like Red Fang, sort of. You know, I was sort of thinking down that way, but um, yeah, I just wanted to play. Just remember, just uh, Joel wanted riffing. to sound like the sword. No. And he went and saw the sword. Yeah, He's like, no, no, not today. I, I bailed the board halfway through awesome. the sword. Yeah. <laughs> if you closed your eyes, you could watch it. But I've never, I've never gone see, to see a band where I've left because I couldn't watch the band play. Because it was, right. yeah, it was like watching robots on stage play, and it was the most unentertaining thing in the world. Is it, it was see that that's funny too as well because I know there's there's certain bands out there that almost just not so much. Don't do anything on stage, but you know, say they've been doing it for so long, they don't have to fucking move on stage, yeah. sort of thing. Like prime example, I, I spoke on this with one of the previous episodes. I'm pretty sure with um, Caleb, uh, Cannibal Corpse is a good example of that. Nowadays, all five of those guys, because it's from when I saw them, which was 2012, I think it was when they came here. It was a hi-fi. Um, all five of them pretty much just came out on stage and they marked themselves in one spot and they didn't fucking move from that whole thing, yeah. like, pretty much. And you know what Cannibal Corpse sounds like. Yeah, They're fucking yeah. heavy, in-your-face sort of shit. They don't have to do anything like that to move or whatever because, one, you know they're old as fuck yeah. and, two, yeah. their music's heavy anyway, so that's have all you, you need. Have you seen his YouTube? He's like, oh, I'm just going to the uh, Woolworths. Do you reckon anyone know I'm from Cannibal Corpse? Like, of course they won't. <laughs> Well, it's it depends fantastic. on who it was from Cannibal Corpse. Like, if it was yeah, Corpse true. Grinder, I mean, like, he sticks out like a sore thumb yeah. because he looks like a thumb from up above. <laughs> that's not a dig on him. Like, he's just got no fucking neck from all the windmilling. Like, that's that's all he's done. And that's the thing, too. That's all he does. All they do yeah. is just yeah. s- fucking windmill on the stage, oh, these guys do their tunes. Move. Yeah. But, just, yeah. Even the drummer just looked like it's a robotic dude moving on the drums. It's just like and see, that's, that's the thing as well. Like, you, you get some bands that... Don't do that sort of energetic sort of thing, but you understand why. But when you yeah. see one where you think, why you don't seem like you're getting into it, yeah. so like, why would I want to get into it as well? I but suppose it's after a perception I, from what they're playing. After I left, didn't someone jump on the stage and kick the guitarist lead out of his guitar? <laughs> oh yeah, there was it was all bedlam apparently yeah. ever. And uh, apparently, but, yeah, people just like, whoa, okay, and more people started mm, leaving. But I remember, <laughs> I remember, I saw Tool once, and the singer was behind the curtain the whole time, but. They were enough of a noise and a sound and a projection to not be too fussed about that. 
Yeah. But like, I suppose that works in one point, and you know he's probably weird, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't say anything. I'm a bit stagnant. On st- That's not through anything. It's just because um, I'm a bit top-heavy, so I'm a bit worried I might tumble. <laughs> they've been That's talking, the thing. They've been talking about releasing a fucking album for years now as well. Like I've stopped They them. always do. Yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I think everyone loses interest. I think everyone just Googles that. Pink pop every few gig months, and they, that's happy. Yeah, every few months they like pay a bunch of music articles to say like they might be writing new tunes just so people are still interested. Again. I mean, yeah. like you can't hate really on, on until too much. Like their tunes are pretty cool. They, I think so. They, aren't they one of those bands that don't have anything on Spotify? I have no idea. I think, I they they I think so. Out, yeah. yeah, I think they're I'm one gonna, of the bands. You go on Spotify. And there's nothing there. All oh, right, yeah. okay. They're against the whole streaming thing by the sounds of it, are they? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know oh, I mean, so they're cool live. They'd make what? fucking money off of it if they put oh, their music up. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, those are the sort of bands that can make money yes. off that sort of shit. They don't have know? to write new shit. They just put the old shit on. Yeah, fucking yeah, bam, right. Money in the bank. But that's <laughs> that, that's the thing, too. Like, uh, you, that, those guys have been around for ages, but they still can drum up interest because a lot of – they've been around for so long, yeah. too. Um, and yeah, like their music was very cool. The, I'd probably, for me anyway, like the, the last few weeks I've gotten into a band from Melbourne. I'm pretty sure the goon guys just played with them. Uh, Horace bones. They've got a very sort of like trippy stoner esque, like punk sound to them. They're like wacky. I I fucking love them. They're, they're they're becoming one of my favorites. They're, they're probably Best examples like they're a less intense version of Primus, um, you know, like not not that wacky, but just yeah, yeah, like yeah. that sort of element. Like they just have a really interesting take on that how they write cool. it. I'm gonna have to listen. Um, mm. They've got weird sounding songs. The tuning kind of sounds a bit off in some of the songs too, but it just fucking works, yeah. you know. And like it, it's that sort of category of music that gets me into sort of shit like that too. Mm. Like you know, Tool and Primus, they have the wacky shit, and then you hear the local bands do it. Like 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 I was just saying, Horace Bones, and then it makes you want to see how many more wacky bands we've got locally, yeah. rather than just. Oh yeah, I remember the. the you ever the heard of Portal? Yes, I remember yeah. seeing that one time. I thought that's that's something. Yeah. They're a Brisbane band, aren't they? They're they're I know they're Aussie. I don't know. They're, if they're Aussie, Brisbane but based. yeah, I can't. Yeah, remember. they're they um they're meant to sound um uneasy. Like uh, you, you, yeah, you, the whatever frequency they're doing to it doesn't. You never you never oh, settle. Really? Yeah, I was. I didn't <laughs> know. Trippy. I didn't know it's, that it's, was happening. And yeah, I was like, whoa, that's a that's make, a thing. That reminds me of like the the Devil's Note. I'm not sure what it's actually called, but you hear it all the time in in Slayer songs. That's the best example mm. where they have. It's like the off note center that sounds kind of like. Demonic almost sounding yeah. like it's just like oh, one yeah, note it's like off. a like mi- minor something. Yeah, yeah, it's just like an interval that work. Yeah, yeah and you, there's a good example. You'll play like a proper key. That interval we do on um, Callus's form, I think that's it. The top bit. It's uh, it's yeah. used in so many so many songs, like, and you don't even mm. realize it too, unless you like you know what it is. Of a power chord, yeah, but it's it's and magic, and it just sounds. Slay yeah. is the best example, like with yeah. their their raining blood intro riff. That that's yeah. that's an off mm. note. Um, I don't know if it's exactly that sort of. Itself, near, near. Yeah, 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 but it's that off offset sound that makes it kind of spooky, and it sounds like it has to resolve and go somewhere, which is always fantastic. You can't finish on it; you have to keep yeah. going. Yeah, because if you slow it down really slowly, it doesn't sound like you play it full speed. It sounds normal, but you play it slowly, and you're like, "This sounds fucking." Weird. 
weird and yeah. not not quite right. Yeah. And that's that's what it is. Like when you when you, it's just used so much. Well, and I find every, it every riff with that note, and it has been an awkward conversation in a band room. So, like, oh, you do we, we, you want to do that one, do you? Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's nice. Yeah, who's going to listen to that? <laughs> yeah. Do you, have you ever had any sort of um, uh, interest in putting sort of uh, like with the songs that you write? Is there any sort of focus on wanting to put your beliefs or feelings into any of the songs that you write or do you just want to keep it pretty simple to I don't think we've ever either of us have been um full it's very fledged lyricist have we no it's well I mean, I've written even a few in your previous for other stuff, bands but not, I've, I've always made them pretty blase um self-interpretational if you know what I mean that's yeah. how I like lyrics yeah. I like I think to... it's pretty fun with this band like yeah. everything's just fun like I'm pretty sure B's just like is singing about smoking weed in just about every single song. Party metal, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I Party don't. Vibes is a good one. They do a lot of that. Oh, they're, are they the greatest? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's what that makes me think of as yeah. well. Like party metal shit. Like it's just thrashy. Well, we just time. we just want to have fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll, 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 I don't think I'll be in a position to ever write heavily in one belief system or another. No. Just because yeah. that's there, but. Yeah, man, just I just like having fun. Yeah, I it's just, just I don't, I don't, because that's why we're playing the music yeah. to have fun. So yeah, even the more somber songs I listen to, like the singer songwriters, I'm not into someone yelling at me what I'm meant to do. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. just want someone to tell me. Don't tell sad. me how to live a life. Yeah, I'm just someone. Just have fun. Someone tell me they're sad, they're miso left, or they're running out of beer, and I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I'm more. I'm I'm more of a um, musician. Yeah, as you said, mm. that, that interval, that mm. interval. I know dudes that can play a slide guitar that can play a note that makes a hair stand on your back. I'd rather hear that than someone tell me yeah. Scott Morrison's a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I know. So, oh, shush. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand that as well. Like, there, there's certain, like, heavier songs that you can listen to as well. Like, when they have, like, a, a really sort of spooky intro to the sound and then they go into, like, a real heavy spot. It does give you that kind of, like, ooh. Oh, Oathbreaker, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. I'd love to yeah. be able to do that. that that's exactly right. Um, with, with you saying that you don't like to get um, very sort of involved too much with, say, writing-wise or lyric-wise, what, what, what do you think about other bands that do it? Um, do you, like say if they're trying to go for that edgier sort of approach to stuff and whether or not they get good flack or bad flack. Is it, oh, power to them. Like Propagandy you know, yeah. is one of my favourite bands of all time. Who, sorry? Propagandy. Oh, Propagandy, And they yeah. stick to it and they yeah. and they research, they know what they're saying and I think that's fantastic. But yeah. yeah, I'll never be in that position because, yeah, I've just, yeah, I like drinking beer and playing guitar. Yeah. So I don't, um, someone said to me once, if you've got a voice, you should use it. I'm a bit backwards from that in the fact that, um, like I'm playing live, but I'm not there to tell you what to think because I don't think I'm the authority on it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, If yeah. I was well researching something, like if you want me to sing rugby league songs, <laughs> but no one wants to hear that, I'll tell you about rugby league. But, you know... You know I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I'd done a political degree or were, were passionate on a... Um, I'd love to do something like that. Yeah. But I think Beaver does very well. He's passionate about partying and... Yeah. Yep. As am I. Yeah, I suppose if that's... And yeah, like that, it's it's probably more so like asking that one as a as an observational view because obviously there still are bands out there that want to push that. Of course, uh, yeah, yeah. Their own, I wouldn't say they're they're important too. They're yeah. very important. But you, you need know. all those type of bands anyway. You need need mm. those bands that you know when I sing about certain things and yeah. Well, look at like someone like Billy Bragg. He he pretty much anthemed up era. Yeah, like it'd be amazing to be able to do that. 
Springsteen. Like he, he never worked in a factory in his life, but he told everyone what it felt like. You know, things mm. like that would be mm. fantastic to be able to do. But you know, I haven't got the skill set. Yeah, but yeah, I've got the skill set to write party riffs. Yeah, with because uh, like I like I I see musicians where they play music and they're telling a story with the music and it just sends you know chills up your spine. Mm. Oh, but yeah. I don't think we'd ever be that sort of band. Fair, yeah, yeah. fair. I, 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 from speaking with you now as well, no way, Dig. I, I completely agree with you as well. But just for that fact that you guys just seem like you want to have a good time, sort of yeah. thing, and that's fair. Stay yeah. with it, you know. I think and that's we're what people older, like. We're sort of probably missed, you know. I mean, I, I see a lot of these younger bands coming through that are fully going that way, where they're, they're being really active and with um, what they're passionate about, what they're singing about, mm-hmm. and all, all for it. But when I'm starting to get a bit older, I just want to have fun. And yeah, you were just more focused on, on <laughs> yeah. the, the playing I'm side I'm sort of, of doing it for anything. myself in a way, and then it's like everyone else has just come along for the ride to you know enjoy it with me. Yeah. So. It's not rude to say. I think uh, Warchild is a slightly selfish band in that respect. Probably. Yeah, I think we just, we just literally <laughs> yeah. like sitting in a room playing riffs. That's yeah, not a yeah, bad and thing I too. Think, I think you're doing fun, what you yeah. like, you know. Everybody's different, you know. If that's the way that you guys want to exp- uh, get out there and express yourself, have fun and do and do whatever, fuck yeah, more power to you sort of thing. But, yeah, like it, it's just interesting to see how how much like the attitudes change towards certain things with different bands and stuff, you know, yeah. in that sort of aspect. So it, it's just every now and then you'll get one band like yourselves that'll come through and just be like, we just like to fucking play, man, yeah. you know, and that's about it. And yeah. most, most guys are like that, but um, they're still, you know, they'll still want to like travel and do, you know, Australia or even if they, they might want to go overseas or do anything like that, you yeah. know, they still have those goals. I'm not saying that you guys might not want to do that, um, but the the music and the vibe I get from you guys uh, from now tells me that you guys just want to get drunk and play music. You yeah. know, no, it, it I, literally I comes down to playing sick. guitar, and playing drums. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's the funnest thing I've I've been doing for a long time. So, where do you where do you think you would be um, right now if it wasn't for music? My life would be completely different. Yeah, I could not tell you. I probably a firefighter or something. Yeah, know. just <laughs> something fucking random that you got. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just, music basically was my life from the beginning, and it it just it stopped me from having a career. I feel like yeah, I just didn't care about having a career. I just wanted to play music. Yeah, yeah. I felt like the career would have gotten in the road of playing music. I'd still be in Prosper and Warren houses, hundred percent. Yeah, I literally had a cool job. And everything. And then I yeah. just I just left to play music in Brisbane. Yeah. You know, a couple of bucks in the bank. Just got got in the car and went. Do you think you'll go? You guys will do this until you you cark it. You think you Hopefully. can make it that far? Yeah, I, I just want to keep playing and playing yeah. and never stop. Yeah, I could imagine not. Like I, I'd say once a year I get the shits. I'm like, oh, I couldn't be bothered jamming, could be bothered gigging. <laughs> but then two weeks later, it's like, oh, geez, I wish I was just yeah. strumming guitar. I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, not, I can't stop playing. It's and the beauty of playing, beauty of playing heavy music is you can't do it in your room. You yeah. can to a degree, but nothing mm. but stand in front of Joel. Like Joel kicks piss out of his bass drum. Yeah, stand in front of it, cab behind you screaming. It's just great, regardless if you're in a four by four jam room or yeah, out on a I stage. I can only jam when we jam, yeah. when we play shows. So <laughs> right, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like just wanted to play whenever because I'm just like ah, I need to play. I start getting itchy. I yeah, just need to play. Yeah. Man, that's that more power to you as well because that's obviously something that helps you throughout throughout whatever you're going through life, sort of thing. It's mm. a passion. It's what you're stuck to, sort of thing. And that that that's why I ask because it's always interesting to know what 
what uh, musos think. Like, because obviously, for most part, it's been such a big influence on their life. Yeah. What would happen if it wasn't there? You know, it's yeah. just interesting. Oh. Yeah, so my life would just be completely different. I couldn't even imagine yeah. what my life would be like. If I yeah, well, as I said, I've been playing instruments since I was yeah six, seven, eight. So yeah, I couldn't. That was yeah. It was it's everything I've ever done. That's pretty awesome. much yeah. Um, I think we are hitting over the hour mark now. We're doing fucking good. Um, I think we're going to wind it down a little bit. But the last thing I wanted to ask you guys was uh, when are the next shows coming up for you? This this episode, mind you, though, will be out probably a bit later. Yeah. Um, but say, have you got anything in the works for later on in the year? Uh, anything? Nothing is yet because our bass player Tav has just left. He just um, played his last show. And Two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. And we are just recruiting our new bass player, Kai, who we're having our first rehearsal with next week. Yep. And, um, yeah, so we're just going to see how that goes. And we have to, obviously, he's going to have to learn the songs. We have to teach yeah, him the yeah. Songs. So at the moment, we haven't booked anything. We don't have anything in the works. Right. But once we're ready to roll, I think we're just going to go hard at it and just see what we can get out maybe, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe record another song or something like that? We act, yeah, because um, be we're cool. looking at writing new stuff. Yeah. And... Having Kai have, on board have now. Got some riffs. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Wink, wink. And with um, Kai coming on board, he can put his own personal touch to these songs so he won't have to learn anything. And he uh, yeah, sung yeah, a band um, called Perpetrator. Yeah. That rings a bell. That yeah. was uh, Mackie and uh, Dale, yeah. Joel, another Joel on drums. Mackie so is in from Crowbar? Yeah. 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 Uh, he was okay. playing bass. So, um, yeah. yeah, so that's also another interesting demographic. He might have some backing vocals, which we haven't done oh. for poor... Uh, BV yet, he's, so he's pretty, pretty hardcore with his yeah. singing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if it's go. really going to work. Yeah. But we'll, we'll try something. But yeah, yeah so, so yeah, we're going to um, get him into the band and um, yeah, teach him all the songs. But yeah, hopefully, we'll write some new stuff and, and get it put out. And yeah, hopefully, I think be we're going to keep. We, well. we decided we're going to keep dropping between two and four tracks. Yeah, just time constraint wise and things like that. Yeah, and in this well. digital age, <laughs> yeah, we, we've never going to be in a position to like release uh, records or CDs. So. Just dropping two to four tracks at a time suits us. So yeah, yeah, I think no, that, that, and that's fair enough too, I suppose. Yeah. Like scheduling as well, and then like uh, Barry was saying to me earlier, you, you've got a family and stuff as yeah. well. I, I've got a little one myself, and it fucking like, and in no way is it a, a, a bad thing that I'm saying here. They do take up a lot of your time, yeah. obviously, and yeah. like say, I'll be here at seven thirty. And it's fucking like not a dig on you as well. I just realised <laughs> yeah. when I said that I'm like, wait, fuck. We were supposed to meet at seven thirty. Didn't even clue. But yeah, like seven thirty rock up sort of thing. It's eight o'clock. Like yeah. it, it, it just happens. Like it's not like it happens all the time. But say it, little little things can yeah. just just change so quickly when you have got little ones sort of thing. Yeah, you yeah. know. And it's great fun. It's great oh, yeah. fun. I like. I, I love my kid. He's the best. Um, but yeah, life can get very hectic. So releasing him in like a stagnant form like that. Uh, not stagnant, fuck. Um, in, in like staggered, a, yes, yeah. staggered <laughs> form like that. Um, it, it isn't a bad idea. Yeah. Probably next year we'll look at maybe releasing either an EP or maybe even an album. If um, yeah, if, if we, we get, get enough, around. yeah, yeah, and yeah that'd be sick. But, yeah, um, yeah. For this year, I think we might aim for just another couple of releases. Um, yeah, towards the end of the year. Also, so, I see it. We're, yeah. we're the way we have been gigging for years. We're used to 20-minute sets and things like that. So yeah. sometimes like, I've, I've been in punk band, put like as many tracks as you can on an album. And it's, it's cool, but like, yeah, sometimes, you know, short, yeah. and, short and sweet, well, get to the point. I, I, I find I enjoy that, that. The, golden, the golden time rule is it's 27 minutes set. Don't yeah. get <laughs> yeah. it wrong. 27 minutes. 27 minutes is the, is the golden time. You've had plenty of years we, experience too, so I'm going to trust your word, yeah. word for that yeah. as well. So. Oh, if you, if, if, 
29th minute, I'm out. <laughs> you've I'm, I'm, I'm down 29th the stairs, minute, yeah. you've had your fucking, yeah. you've had your sixth beer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. You've played yeah, for I'm, 33 minutes, you're fucked. Yeah, I can't remember more than 27 Everyone's minutes. Everyone's out of the room. Guitar, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll start telling stories. <laughs> Take my shirt off. <laughs> uh, one last one I just remembered as well. You guys played with Fangs recently. Was it uh, Was it Fangs or Fang? Ah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Because they're from Sydney, wasn't it? Uh, Sydney, um, yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. heard some of their stuff before. They're quite cool. What was it like playing with them? They were rad. Yeah. Dude. They were really cool. Yeah, yeah. Floor shot crowbar too, yeah. which is Ooh. always great. Yeah. yeah. Dennis lets you turn up so loud. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Usually they do them on the Sundays too, don't they? Mm. Is it the floor shows? Yeah, yeah. I think a show fell over. Yeah, it was a cancelled uh, show. That yeah, that Fang was and the other supports were on the downstairs show. Yeah. <laughs> it was but, like overseas band. I can't remember the name of them. Yeah, they pulled out and they just said, "Oh, let's go upstairs." And um, yeah, we oh, we played second. We had a ball. Is that, yeah. Um, Modern Life is war. No, no, no who was that? That jeez, oh, I wish I was on that lineup. Who played with that? That might have been. Um, I think Adzi. Uh, I think Vesta just played yeah, that. Yeah, I think didn't they, they did. Yeah, yeah, that might be who I'm thinking of then. I saw those guys in Gainesville. That's that's the best live band you'll see. That's so good. First time I got to finally see Vestages as well um, down at Vinny's. Fuck, they killed it. Bangers, yeah. That was yeah, good. Band. We, uh, yeah, it was the same thing. We played with them on the floor at Crowbar. Yeah, played with Adzi a lot over the years. But yeah, that was. I, I do yeah. enjoy Vestages. Yeah, big fan. Good to see them all having fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, sure. Dan from Vestages recorded our two tracks. So. Oh, even, yeah. Yeah, there, there you go. Mm-hmm. He, uh, not, not the drummer. Um, Guitarist, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Cause, um, no, that's Which is good, so he saw us play, so he knew it was, he knew it was yeah. coming. Yeah, he was ready for it straight away, which is great. Yeah, fuck yeah, that, that's sick. Mm. Um, all right, then that was, that was the last thing I wanted to try and sneak in. So we're going to uh, finish the episode out with uh, your last song for us, which is Rock and Roll fucking... Icarus. Rock and Roll Icarus. Yeah. Right, cool. Um, I didn't fuck it up too badly. Um, thank you for <laughs> coming. <laughs> just a bit. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. Thank I had a you. real good time. Yeah. Um, time fast. just flew by. Uh, yeah. I can't I wait to see. Hundred percent. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, the new lineup and new tunes yeah. come out from you guys when it does. Yeah. Um, thanks again, everyone, for listening. We're going to finish the night with Rock and Roll Icarus. Cheers, Cheers again. Mate. Cheers. Cheers see ya.
James and Riley. How you going? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you, Curtis. What's Thank- up? Oh, mate, I'm just, we're doing a promo now, right now for our new podcast. Well, what's it called? It's called Unfeatured Articles. What do we do? What do we do? Thank you for asking, Riley. We look up every week the weirdest that Wikipedia has to offer. We dive into the comedic trenches of that website and find pure gold, baby. Pure sexy gold. And we put it all on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcast. So please find us on Facebook, etc. Unfeatured Articles. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast.